underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 272. It's a very special Christmas episode. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Hello. Hello. The Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Merry Christmas. And making his Podcast Beyond debut, Portillo the Wiener Dog. Never been on a show. We are recording live on Christmas. <laughs> we have eaten. A, we have had a Christmas dinner together. The Beyond Boys got together, minus Ryan Clements, because no one likes him. And uh, now we are at the 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 table. From people know it from conversations with Colin. They know it from oration. They know it from that time we murdered that kid. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We're doing it live from the PlayStation home. Colin Moriarty, Greg Miller's abode. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. Man, how was Christmas, guys? It was good. It was delicious. So far, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was a big thing. The a lot house of, didn't explode. Exactly. There's been a lot of questions. If you haven't been following, ladies and gentlemen, I bought an indoor turkey fryer. And if you didn't know, when you tell people you're going to fry a turkey, it is literally the only. It, it is you live a Christmas story because everyone tries to stop you as soon as you say you're going to do this. The guy selling me the turkey at Andronico's in San Francisco is like, "Oh, hey, yeah, you're doing this turkey. That's cool." And blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to fry it. I got this indoor fryer." And he goes, "That sounds dangerous." And like, <laughs> my parents had tried to talk me out of it. Colin's dad tried to talk us out of it. It's going around. A lot of people are worried because that Allstate commercial. They it worked it. out fine. Yeah, yeah. That Butterball. A plus. Yeah, Butterball Deep Fry. Yeah, uh, here we go. Alex Rhodes tweeted at us to say, "Yeah, the world needs to know how the Butterball Turkey Maker worked out." If you don't, if, did I tell a story on Beyond? I don't know, or is it just a Twitter thing that I've talked about before? I don't know. I well, think it was on Beyond. Okay, well, and I won't. Am I close enough to the microphone? I think you are. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that's the other thing too, ladies and gentlemen. We're kind of flying blind. I can see the levels. The levels look good. How are the levels right now? They're pretty good. What about now? Is that too close? No, that's that's all right. I what mean, you're looking at this thing, Peak. Back there is probably better. I think we all we better. all. Okay, so I, I, I lowered the mic volumes on everything because we're using old equipment here. This isn't the tried and true IGN stuff that never fucks up. <laughs> oh. uh, it seems like we have a different everything. It feels different. The show's yeah. already got a different pace. It to does. It. it does. It's but, yeah. a lot more relaxed. Well, it's been a good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, follow us on Twitter. Clements, play me out. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Turkey went well. Tur- Deep fryer came out well. Call made mashed potatoes. They were delicious. They were the mashed potatoes were the highlight. Yeah, I mean the turkey oh, wow. was great. The sure. Turkey was great. Yeah, get but. fucked. Did <laughs> <laughs> all the work. Um, no, the turkey was amazing. It was also way faster than I expected it to be. It only took like yeah. forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. The turkey. That's a, it was already. It was already. It wasn't frozen. That was a big part. That's mm-hmm. that's what caused the explosion. Yeah, you know what that? It was all set. Just dropped it in. Butterball. Set it and forget it. Yeah, Ron Popeil. Oh, I love Ron Popeil. I love Ron he's a Popeil. good man. He's a, he's a great American. That's what he is. That's <laughs> yeah. what we got to be talking about here. I might Christmas. stop midway through the show or at some point to okay. make a turkey sandwich. Okay. Show. At some point, I know uh, Goldfarb is going to car- carve pies. up the pies he brought. He brought. Uh, the, he's got. The, pie as well. the, I think the. I won't lie. This is probably the biggest pumpkin pie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's the world's easily. biggest. Pumpkin there are, there are three of us here, and there is an enormous pumpkin pie and an enormous pecan pie. <laughs> the pecan pie is a normal size, but I you feel think like, so? No, that's not a normal size pecan pie. No, that seems like a pretty standard. We're going to get the live audience involved here by tweeting the, a photo of this. The pecan one is like 1.25 a normal pie, whereas the pumpkin pie is like two times a normal pie. It's not, yeah. That pumpkin pie is not two times the circumference of a pumpkin pie. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> two times the circumference. Yeah, we have no... I'm, so I, origi- a pumpkin I know, pie is, is usually this <laughs> this big. I want. I just noticed that I'm taking photos of this with like no frame of reference. I'm going to tweet, is this, is this pumpkin pie? <laughs> is this a big pecan pie? Nobody knows no, how wait, big no. that is. Hand me your iPhone or a Vita. We can put a Vita. A Vita is a better idea. Go get your Vita. There's going to be a lot of movies. Get a quarter and put it next to it. <laughs> that's what they do in a lot of pictures. Yeah, that's true. That's how you that's pictures how you, of maybe uh, I space put, rocks. Put Portillo up there. Why did my screen just go dark? Oh, I'm using your Vita. Or using Colin's okay. Vita. All right. There's a special game in that Vita. Yeah. You want to talk about? It? Can we? I don't know. Probably. Uh, maybe we shouldn't. I think we're the first people to get it. So I, I have the special 
PS3 version <laughs> in, my, in my bedroom that I haven't started yet. Man, I can't believe you guys got Nino Cooney for the Vita. God, Nino Cooney, man. Yeah, can you talk anything about? You can yeah, talk about the first few hours. That was a joke. The first by the way, twelve. I can talk about the first twelve hours wantonly. Okay. Yeah, let's hear about it. This I is played, just a, this is a conversational show here. I played um what it was the twenty minute E3 demo is all I played of it and it was fantastic. It's an uh, excellent game so far. Um, Have you played any Persona? Can you compare it at all? Or? No, no. Um, I'm saving Persona for next year because there's not going to be any Vita games to play. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but mercenary uh, man, the only oh game yeah, Tearaway, Tearaway, Tearaway. When and uh, Soul Sacrifice. Soul, Soul Sacrifice, Sacrifice, actually, yeah. Name another Vita exclusive that's coming out next year. Sly Cooper? A Vita exclusive. Oh, Vita exclusive. Um, Na- other than Tearaway, Soul Sacrifice, and Killzone Mercenary, name another Vita game that's coming out next year. Guacamelee. It's on PS3 as well. You, well, you changed the question, though. You just said okay. another Vita game. Okay, all right. So, yeah, <laughs> all right, so And Sly Cooper and Guacamelee. Cinemora, is that out yet? That's already out. Is that Thanks really for out? playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll totally. I played that in three. This is. I like playing this game because no yeah. one can name anything. Um, <laughs> Halo Four. No. Let's fish hook on. Would yeah, that's been a good answer. Coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dragon Book Two would have been a proper answer. Mm. Uh, What's that one? Where the one? Uh, oh, you want to talk about Warriors Lair? Warriors Lair. A lot of you. Lot, we love you. Obviously, we're on break here, trying not to work all the time as we record a podcast in our house. <laughs> but it's a lot of people tweeted a video at me. Did you see this video? A lot of people oh, tweeted of, this of Warriors video. Lair. Warriors yeah, Lair. And say it's not dead, and it starts with the Idle Minds thing, and then it's just gameplay of Warriors Lair. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, that wasn't enough for me to news. Hey, there's no, a new YouTube no, video. No, no, no. And and that, I mean, from just looking at it, that looks exactly like the game I played two years ago. So yeah. there's there's no evidence that that's new footage. Plus, Idle Minds doesn't exist anymore, so I don't see if that would be a new footage. Idle Minds ha- doesn't only not exist anymore; they haven't existed in months, probably like six plus months. So yeah. if this was new footage and it was rebranded, presumably Sony San Diego is finishing it internally, then it would actually be rebranded. So that seems like old footage to me that game looks exactly the way it looked when i saw it there's nothing there to indicate that when clements and i played it in like 20 early 2011 or whatever the hell it was like a long time ago. ago that's crazy I still hope that comes out because I like that. I like yeah. that idea of a game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's cool. It's funny, though, of those three, four games you mentioned of Sly Cooper, of uh, Tearaway, of Killzone. Um, what was the fourth one? Soul Sacrifice. Soul Sacrifice. Those Soul are, Sacrifice looks great. Yeah, all four of those games I think could be really interesting. I mean, yeah. Uh, I think uh, we don't know a lot about Tearaway, but like what we've seen of it, I mean, I trust Medium Molecule will do something cool. Yeah. Do you Guac- trust them implicitly, like M Dog? Mm, I don't know if I go that far. Guacamelee is really cool. That game's yeah. really, really cool. Um, I really hope it's. Uh, more open than it seems like because we, we make a lot of metroidvania kind of comparisons with that game but it doesn't seem quite as hardcore not even remotely as a castlevania game so at spiffy iffy on twitter says that is an enormous pecan pie it's not it's not an enor- <laughs> it's not an enormous pecan pie there's nothing it's, enormous about the oh, pecan all right pie. Now, now now here we go see bizzle 93 it's a normal size that's a, i want though nom 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 that's a standard size pie right there. i'm telling you it's mm. not i'm not saying it's uh, i i did already say it's enormous but I'm for sure telling you that is bigger than the pecan pies you would buy at your Trader Joe's. Yes. That you would walk yeah. into – if we walked into Andronico's right now and bought a pie, that is a much no, bigger – No, Look that's at, a standard. That's here's a standard here's what's going to happen, and then you're, it's going to change your mind, guaranteed, is that eventually we're going to eat some of this pie, and you're going to see how big the pie plate is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then compare it to a, a Baker Square pie plate, maybe. something. Like, do you have a Baker, Baker Square? Square? Remember Baker Square on the East Coast? I used to go there with Clements back, way back in the day. I was like his favorite really? restaurant. Yeah. Did we yeah. have a Baker Square out here? Yeah, it's, um, it's in like San Mateo. No it's like right by that. where he used to live like way back in the day remember when he yeah, lived yeah, in that yeah. apartment that's a that's a big east coast place yeah, yeah. It's, it's in the midwest too yeah I also like big, ne- big news there's buffalo wild wings out here now for the first time yeah ever. no way really. craig and i were driving to the airport to pick up my girlfriend i almost and, crashed the car i almost like literally took the car off the 280 <laughs> because he saw 
the logo. I was like, is that all the wall wings? Can we make a uh, like an Outlook calendar invite and go there one day? Yeah, sure. There's a few the, places we need. To I know go. there's a big, there's a bigger, there's a big, the big news, the big road trip uh-huh. is that in northern San Jose there is now a Chick Fil A. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Chloe, Chloe the cat now reacting to Colin's woo behind him. <laughs> she's she's uh, not liking what she's seeing and leaving the kitchen. We could do uh, like Chloe. every other week alternating food road trip on sure, Wednesdays sure. or something. No, I don't want to. It's got to be like a weekend. That's that. Those are so. When, well, I guess like to, Wild Wings. When we go to Chick Fil A, I'm yeah. buying like ten sandwiches. We should. Uh, okay, Colin's getting right. serious. Okay, okay, the idea light bulb just came up in front of us. Week head. seventeen. Football is this weekend. Uh-huh. Meaningless for me. Sure. A lot of meaning for you. A lot of meaning for yeah. for Mike. The weekend after is well, wild nothing. card weekend. Mm-hmm. No, there's wild card weekend the yeah, weekend yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we're on to something here because if we go maybe the, – the Saturday games are always at like 12 or 1 Pacific. Yeah. We can go early, leave the house at like 11, get to San Jose around 12, pick up the cash, C-A-C-H-E, and okay. then – Get back Come here. back here in time for what I presume will be the shittiest game on the schedule. Something like I'm the Patriots and the Bengals. Okay. 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 You know yeah. my number. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 Mm. Four one five. <laughs> Let me see. I'll read it on. I'll read it on the air right now. On my telephone. We're looking through. I'm looking through the tweets here to see if there's anything else going on as far as that rankings. Um, Shuhei Yoshida said Merry Christmas. He did. Merry Christmas back to him. Merry Christmas indeed. Thank you so much for your support. If nobody's at seen USP. it, or I mean not nobody, but if, if anyone hasn't seen it, I should say, um, watch Up at Noon from mm, this mm. most recent Monday. Uh, you can see... Uh, YouTube.com slash start. Mm-hmm. You can see a very special Shuhei Yoshida. Yeah, camera. we did another anime. Well, first off, the beginning is The Walking Dead Survival Instinct's first uh, ever, for instinct, first ever footage. Interview with the developer who worked on Ghostbusters, so big news yeah. there. <laughs> you have some hard-hitting questions about <laughs> the future of that franchise. And then, the, and then the second half of the show is, uh, yeah, me, Drucker, and Altano Animated doing another animated holiday special. My story is all about Santa Claus, Shuhei Yoshida. What episode oh. is this? This is of this show? Yeah. 272. Okay. I thought how, you meant of Beyond. I was like, how good Speaking of Panda Musk, he tweets, mm. just want to wish the Beyond community a hearty Merry Christmas and much heart symbol. Thank you all for making such a great year, Beyond. Thank you, Panda. That's what I was about to say. How good is Panda Musk? Amazing. Like, how amazing is that guy? He's an amazing man. He is. An amazing panda. <laughs> an amazing panda. Whatever else, whatever the hell else he does. <laughs> <sighs> I tell you what. Go for, we saw Django Unchained today. It was fantastic. That, was, that movie is the bomb. We I had, had some fun. We were telling Colin about our fun we had a lot of experiences. We had a lot of fun theater experiences. We had, we had a couple. So first, uh, we got there. Uh, I was playing some Wordament on my iPhone. Wordament, yeah, getting some achievements, some mm-hmm. chivos, as the kids call them. Then uh, went up and got some drinks. I, I ordered a diet coke. She gave me a coke. Oh, so, a adorable. Whole, a huge argument we yeah. got over that. Uh, and, I, and I was like, I'd go back, and you're like, I will too. And you just went back and got all mad. Yeah, I was really that mad. Um, furious. Then we sat down, and you sat next to a smelly lady who was God, talking the whole movie. I can't deal with uh, like I'll tell you one. I went and saw a movie called Beyond the Mat back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was a docu- documentary about wrestling. Yes, it was Beyond. a documentary about this podcast. I yeah, exactly, exactly. It was the one you know with The Rock and Mankind and mm-hmm. Jake the Snake. Wait, and, wait, is that the one where the guy cried in the stands? About, no, like, that's a YouTube video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's real to me, David. <laughs> uh, no, in this one, yeah, there was a whole bunch of things, but I sat. It was a packed house. Packed full of wrestling fans, and I sat next to a guy who I kid you not smelled like rotten popcorn. And ever since then, I've never been able. Eat, I, I don't get excited to eat popcorn. Wow! Like once in a while, when, I, when somebody like buys it, and then I'm like, oh, and I eat. Some, I'm like, oh yeah, popcorn's good. I forget that, but like in my head, I still go back. And so this woman sat next to me today, and she was like borderline homelessy. Like yeah. you know, she wasn't well kept. 
No. And she smelled bad. And then At she was fanning was like, herself with this little Mexican flag. It was weird. Until you leaned over and said something, it took me so long to figure out where the smell was coming yeah. from. Because she like, was just blowing it right at us. Yeah. Like ketchup. Like, I was like, what's that smell? <laughs> Yeah, and then there was a crying baby in a in a violent R-rated movie that was. Oh yeah, funny. and then somebody in the back yelled at him. Then, yeah, was, take your baby outside. Baby. Yeah, that was amazing. It's great, good fun. But but anyway, aside from all that, the movie was fantastic. The movie's great. Yeah, it was, yeah. it's my movie of the year. Yeah, I, I mean, time. so far it probably is for me too. I haven't seen Silver so Linings far. Playbook yet. But. <laughs> so far for twenty. <laughs> well, I'm, I haven't seen all like the Oscar season movies. I haven't seen Lincoln. I haven't seen Silver oh, Linings. Oh, Lincoln's Playbook. great too. I, forget, I did yeah. forget about Lincoln, yeah. but I, I still I like I I like Jane Gilmore. Yeah, I just want. I was just figuring out in my own. On my calendar here, sure. on my Microsoft Windows calendar. Of course. Uh, Plug. I think that Podcast Beyond 300, don't hold me to this. Oh, yeah. A kid tweeted about this already. Yeah, he he was always, like, I'm booking he, my ticket. Yeah, when I was like, it? don't do not do that. Don't, because I'm going to feel yeah. terrible if we have to do something happens. I'm just saying. It's I know. Your, right now. It's problem if, you know, we're wrong. I mean, we're just, yeah. we're wrong. Don't a book lot of anything. Things. July 9. Ooh. <sighs> so right after, a little after E3. Yeah. I, I have to. I think that's right. So summer, so I have to start summer in that vicinity. I was saying this to Greg in the car today. I have to start leveling up fast because the goal is for me to be at level fifteen by then, right? That was sure. the deal. So I'm gonna have to get Hannah Montana. I have to get some easy platinums to get you to level fifteen. I know I'm, you can. I'm uh, like forty percent through twelve right now. Okay, you're you're. It's respectable. Yeah, it's been it. a good show. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's real. It, this the way we're doing the show reminds me of the uh, Saturday Night Live bit with those two yeah uh, Anna yeah, Gasteyer um, and the other girl and sweaty balls shit, what sweaty that? balls yeah what is that I don't called? know some dumb thing yeah. uh, Ashes of Gravity tweets at us uh, hey guys what was your favorite podcasting moment this year I think mine was Cipher Filton. Yeah, Cypher Fulton was great. Also, Sean the uh, the channeling the kids yeah yeah really yeah that, that that's the one that I think of too. Was it Sean? I thought it was someone else. Jacob, 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 uh, Jacob, 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 He's from Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. That's that's a good Waterloo. I like that. I like how that rolls off the tongue. Is that where Napoleon lost? I think so. Mm. It's where he was fighting the French. Oh, he's fighting the French. Yeah. Oh. And In they, Canada. They, they, see, they need the problem was they, they needed the Native Americans to help out, so they they, they did one of the <laughs> like you the know. Rain dance. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. So they did one of these dances? <laughs> I, no, no. They built a ball. Uh, they got in. <laughs> and they rolled here. They rolled over the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Well, the waves were going their way. It was like a big so it's like, ball. So the jet stream reversed itself. <laughs> yeah. They were able to come over from Europe to North America. No problem. Yeah. Well, they, they were still fighting in the ball. They were fighting in the ball? On <laughs> the way over here? Yeah. And how long did it take him to get here? Oh, uh, you know, a couple hours. <laughs> so the ball was traveling not as fast as the Concorde. <laughs> oh, my God. Mitchell Morgan, thank you so much for having this app so I can remember the stupid things we say. Sean's got to be on here, right? Or, whichever, or Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. One of the two. Jacob, 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 Jacob. That was, those were good moments this year. I can't even get it to work. Fucking app doesn't even <laughs> <Yeah>. work. <laughs> Maybe the, well, they get to hear Chloe using the to- the. Uh, if, be quiet. Yeah, that scratching right there is Chloe being disgusting in her litter box as usual. <laughs> Chloe, just, there's a lot of poop in that litter box. Chloe, just yeah, sh- nobody Chloe cleaned. just shits and then just leaves it. 
or shits and then bounces, as I said. In yeah. Conversation. Oh, she doesn't cover it? No. Her, she scratches the side of the box when she's done. <laughs> to tell everybody, to let them know. Like, Mike and I think that it's her, like, thinking she's covering it. <laughs> it's not super uncommon for cats not to cover their shit. Um, sure. I've never owned a cat. But, like, the friends I, like, um, people I knew in college were cats. The cat, like, covered it and made it sanitary. Yeah. Not mm. this one. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. Nope. Hey, Sean Callaghan. That doesn't sound like a real name. Sean Callaghan tweets on Twitter. Uh, Beyond, what is the most immersive game you've played this gen? What immersive qualities would you like put in future games? The most immersive game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one you got lost in. Bioshock. I would say Fallout 3. That I was going to say. Yeah, that yeah. Too. Fallout 3 was one probably, for sure that I would great answer. I mean, it's like there are a lot of different ways to answer that because for me, like, yeah, like an open world game, you do that because you're just exploring and you get lost in it or, or, or games with like really good world building. Like I think that's something Dishonored was really good at and Bioshock and anything where like they're building mythology around you as you go. Actually, Persona 4 is another one that like right now I'm, I'm immediately so invested in those characters and like I just want to know like if they're going to be okay. And we're, sure. like I said to Mitch, like this is the kind of game where if it never ended, if, if this game was like for the rest of my life, I could check in and, you know, check out my friendship with, you know, GA and you know, you want a little more. Together, you want a little yeah. more than friendship with GA. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. What we should have done, by the way, before we even started this podcast, was uh, cut into the wasted. No, we, we can do any of those things. Um, <laughs> those are all coming. Uh, but uh, talk about like our favorite games of the year. We should have organized like our top, five, our own personal oh. top five. Games I, I can. We can, can just do that next. I time. can do that. Oh yeah, I mean that would work early January too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I could do that off the that would be fine. I can't do that on the fly. I need to go back and. I need to think, ponder, go through the trophies, see what I played. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think I don't think so many. I mean, I, I can tell you like, you know, Journey. I voted for yeah. Journey for yeah. Game of the Year. Yeah, you did too. Me I too. think you did as well. No, you didn't. Uh, no, it was my. It was either my second or my third. I, I was so that Dishonored and Borderlands. I was wrestling with so much about I what I was Dishonored play. shit out of here. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I played oh the game for an hour. I was just like, I was bored. You, you have word, to. You have word to, is Bond, Colin. Yeah. Oh my god, get a, get a little further. <laughs> nah, no, I'll sorry, play, I got these I'll play. <laughs> I'll play Resistance Three if you'll play Dishonored. Ooh, all right, that's fine. You should play Res- Res- I, Resistance Three. Is a much better game than Dishonored. I bet. Well, but uh, yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, internet, I said it. I said it. I don't feel like on the PlayStation podcast that many people are going to no, 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 no. They're like, yeah, I'm okay. sure somebody is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Somebody's furious. And 4G's working on a headline right now. <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, the funny thing is that I guess, I guess we can talk a little more openly about it now that we're not like just voting and trying to figure everything out is when I played The Unfinished Swan, which was, I guess, the weekend before Thanksgiving. I played it the Friday before Thanksgiving. I played it just that night, beat it, got all the balloons. I really had a great time with it. I was like, this is the game of the year. And then the next day is when I played Journey. And I'm like, well, that lasted about a day. <laughs> yeah. And then Journey was game of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, that's only that's not a slight against the Unfinished Swan. No. It's just like that game company has had that many more games to refine that craft. You yeah, know. Yeah. And you said it. I mean, we saw the Unfinished Swan unveiled in what was that April? And the very first thing you said to me is like, if this is their flow, imagine their right. journey. You know, like imagine what like what uh, what is it? Giant Sparrow. What they're going to be doing when uh, when they're on their second, their third, third game. game. Yeah. 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 Well, you wonder if they, maybe they, they maybe they are a one hit wonder though. What if maybe that'd be that'd be terrible. Their second game is just a first person driving. No, game. Now we're now you're hurling cars. <laughs> oh, right ideas. Um, I think number three and a strong number three uh, is uh, the Walking Dead for me. Yeah, personally. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I love the Walking Dead, and that's easily in my top five. Uh, again, like this was a year where. There was no very clear front runner for me because I liked a lot of games sure. so much, and so like, I mean, The Walking Dead. Party! Uh, oh, making his appearance. He's just saying hi. Ah, oh, party making his. Appearance. He has a lot to say about The Walking Dead. 
Portillo, I, shut um, up. I mean, I, I almost, I almost <laughs> teared up at the end of The Walking Dead. Like it was. Oh, I, I totally oh, did. Yeah, I yeah, cried. Yeah, yeah, I cried for yeah. sure. It's uh, it's really effective for sure. But I mean, when weighed against games that I spent so much time with, or like you know, The Walking Dead, what I say all the time is like that that feeling of being so. I mean, I'm not talking about the ending at all, but just just being affected by it emotionally. Um, is something that I've also gotten out of books and TV shows yeah. and movies, and I don't feel like Portillo. I don't feel up. like that was unique to being a game. You know what I mean? I don't feel like that. Like I feel like that exact same story could have played out over the, cor- the course of a TV show or movie, and sure. I would have been affected. Whereas Journey like stuck with me for so long and continues to. You know, Journey is something that like I don't know. It just hit me deeper. I think. I think it's, it I was think. it was definitely an interesting year because everybody I think voted in a lot. Not everybody, but most people voted in a very emotional way, right? Of what grabbed them and what stuck with them. Yes. and that was the thing for me. Like I voted for Journey. This is we're, me and Colin were talking about this, and other people too. You know, as far as having like caucuses and making sure I didn't want to waste a vote. I didn't want to Ron Paul something. You know right. what I mean? And like divide a base. For me, I wouldn't have voted if if we were going into a ballot box blind and I didn't know what was the, what the tenor of the office was and where we were with other things. I wouldn't have voted for Journey just because because emotionally, I think I connected more with Walking Dead. But I wouldn't have voted for Walking Dead either. I would have voted for Borderlands if I didn't know who was going to win. It was just going to be a runoff and whatever. I would have voted for Borderlands because Borderlands is the most fun I think I had with a game this year. As far yeah. as like me and Mike out here playing and being a bunch of goons and being idiots and yada yada yada. That's why I had so much trouble. I mean, Borderlands. I spent I think I've spent almost more time than anyone in the office in Borderlands. Oh, like sure. I just, Jesus, I can't stop playing that game. And like on the 15th when that new DLC comes out, I'm diving right back in. Like yeah. that game I've gotten so much like fun out of and so much value out of. Um, but I think Dishonored for me, the reason I ultimately voted for Dishonored was because anytime I talked to John Ryan or Mitch or Destin or Caleb or anyone in the office who's really into that game play, or Campbell, like anyone who played a ton of it, like every time they tell me how they did something, I'm like, I didn't even know you could do that. That yeah. game has yeah, yeah, so yeah. many variations and like, the heart is just a brilliant storytelling device where like if, if you don't use it, you're missing out on so much story. And if you do use it, you're you're having this enriched experience. And I think gameplay wise, it, it just ultimately that's why I picked it was because balanced. It has for me the the really fantastic story, really fantastic gameplay, really fantastic everything, you know, um, where other things I felt like were really, really good in one category, but weren't sure. quite as balanced. Yeah, that was the thing for Walking Dead with me, right? Like, this is the conversation yeah. I kept having in the office with people about why I wouldn't vote for Walking Dead and why I didn't think Walking Dead was Game of the Year. I love Walking Dead. It's definitely one of my favorite experiences of the year. It's definitely a game we're going to talk about for years to come, I think. And obviously, like, you know, I reviewed them and I gave them all nines and nine fives except for one. So it's like, obviously, I thought I think the game's amazing. But the problem for me is that saying, hanging the Game of the Year award on something means so much more to it. And I think people, it's it's in, it's very much in vain with. What's what happened with Uncharted 3, where I played Uncharted 3 in a vacuum, not knowing what I was getting into. I gave it to people in the office, not telling them what I thought of it. And when they came back and we talked about it, it was like, this is a 10. This game's a masterpiece. And then once I said, this game's a masterpiece, people came in with this expectation that this was going to happen. So jumping to this year, right, you put Game of the Year on Walking Dead. Somebody's playing. And for me, it's always an, the, the most recent like fresh on my my brain you know experience with it where i'm like this thing can barely fucking run is in episode five when you're climbing up that ladder and it just goes and it, like the frame rate drops and the, there's a scream and you know what's happening and then this thing flies by you're like all right whatever like i see what you're going for but like 
somebody's going to play that in, in, in May and be like, this is IGN's game of the year. And put be like, oh my God, like this thing barely runs. Yeah, that's the problem. The, there's a lot of little things like that. Like, first of all, on PC, like you couldn't restore your <laughs> yeah, saves. Yeah, right, your like, saves are, and that was happening yeah. everywhere. That happened yeah. for PS3 too, that if you had a save in, if you had a, a save slot in three, that was all screwed up. And even on top of that, like even just actual gameplay moments, like in that, the whatever, I think it's episode three, uh, the train thing, without saying anything more than that, that there's a, something with the train. Sure, sure, sure. Um, when you have to get the tool, and there's one of four tools right. that you can only carry one at a time. I went back and forth four times before I found the right tool, and it's like, I don't know, that's not like a fun gameplay experience, you know? Yeah. Um, again, not a slight in The Walking Dead, easily in my top five for the Obviously, year. Obviously, yeah, Incredible yeah. game. Well, but, I um, think once we get down to when you're nominated for Game of the Year, I think you're pretty much, you've made it. You know totally. what I mean? Because like, especially yeah. when it's one of those things where so many of so many sites and so many publications do Game of the Year that everybody's winning something, it seems like. You know what I mean? Like, like it's one of those things, like, I don't think Mass Effect got a lot of credit in our Game of the Year runoff because we're all talking about other things, but it's won elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like, people sure. know that game's great. Yeah, I mean, I, all of our nominees, like, I, I loved Hotline Miami. Hotline mm-hmm. Miami is a game that, like, I wish I could have spent more time with and then I would love to see ported elsewhere because uh, that game is really, really cool. Like, there was just, I was really proud of our nominees because I feel like we oh, covered sure. it really, really well. Yeah, I did too. I, mean, I think we had, it was a real diverse selection this year. Yeah. There were a lot of great games this year. I mean, this was, um, I think it, it snuck up on us a little more than, because last year we were like, oh my God, there's so many games. But then when it came down to voting, I think it was really just Portal 2 versus Skyrim. Whereas this year, it felt like there were like five distinct camps and like any one of those games really could have won mm-hmm. to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when I, I just thought Borderlands was a lock. There was a time when I thought Walking Dead was a lock. And then, I mean, ultimately Journey, I think we all kind of sensed the temperature of that winning by the end. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Colin. Yes. JK3354. Tweets. Mm. Simple question. What was your favorite Christmas present you've ever gotten? Mega Man 3. Go mm. for. Oh my god, that's hard. Um, there was one year where I got a bunch of N64 games. Like a bunch. Yeah. Like, a big, like I had like one or two games and then my parents finally went all out and bought me like six more. Yeah. Probably that it's year. Always an I amazing freaked feeling. the hell out that year. Yeah. For me... I have a lot of great video game stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, getting cool video games. I liked the time I got, uh, this is back in the day, you know, because now, now it's like, I want this game, I go get it, you know what I mean? And even even when I was, uh, you know, into, I don't know, late, what do you call it, junior high, into going into high school, even if you didn't have money, I had games to trade or something. But uh, Pre-teen years. Yeah, WWF Royal Rumble on Sega Genesis. Mm. That was a great game, and I had to wait forever for that. That was one of those, like, it came out and, you know. That was the one with the clown in it. Right. No, Doink was in Raw. Well, he might have. He actually, he might have been in that one too. He, he I was just playing this. Like, he was on the cover of Raw. WWF Raw. Doink was on the cover. Of. When Ramon and I, when Ramon came here, my best yeah. friend from college came came to visit us. Whatever. And we went to our our buddy Kevin. So we went to Northeastern with uh We played a Genesis wrestling game with the clown in it. Sure. The, I mean, the big clown. thing with R- Royal Rumble, right, was that it had the finishing moves in. It had the pacing. It wasn't like arcadey. It had the pacing of the matches. And I remember they had Crush. And Crush's finishing move, of course, was he came up behind you and squeezed the temples of your head till you submitted. And like they had that that move, and I was like. This is this That's the is, jam right this there. Is it. This is the wrestling games will never get better than this. I'll tell you, my uh, my dad, my dad really outdid himself this year with the Christmas present he oh, got yeah? me. What did he do? The complete uh, family tree of the yes. Moriarty family, um, oh. which is awesome. And it's like bound in like a beautiful book. It costs like a hundred dollars per book to publish, and uh, it's like a complete written history of the Moriarty family since our family came here, like right before the Civil War, uh, all the way up to now. And I'm in it. 
I adorn it, of course. I it's my yeah. favorite thing about it is just how ridiculous your family, your tree has gotten off with you. Because like he shows, I came home and he showed it to me, and he's like, "Here's you know the papers of my what great 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 father coming to Ellis Island and all this stuff," and it's like all these like classy photos. And then you get to Collins Page, and it's him as Hulk Hogan on Up at Noon, and all this all this goonery. It's, it's like, like you yes. fought in the Civil War, so I could do this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I bummed my family out this year because this is the first year where I was just like, they were like, "What do you want?" And I was just like, "Just give me cash." Yep, like that's, I just want money. I'm so to that point too. It's like I like I'm lucky enough and blessed enough to have a job that gives me all the comforts I want, right? Like, oh, right. I mean, the complete Smallville series. Can I have that? Sure. Okay. Great. It's, you know what I mean? Like I want to play video games. So it's, it's like if you can pay my bills, that's awesome. You know yeah, what I mean? I asked yeah. for nothing. Yeah, I wanted nothing. Yeah. I don't want anything for Christmas. Yeah, I, mean, I, I tried that. My my parents like freaked out. Well, you don't need us anymore. I gave my nephews uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, and uh, I talked to him today on the phone. And uh, I was talking to my sister, and she's like, "Oh, Declan wants to talk to you." And I'm like, "Okay." And I talked to him. He's like seven. And he's like, who's Sir Dan? And I'm like, Sir Dan is like obscure PlayStation character you'll never hear from again. Concentrate on Ratchet and uh, Sackboy. I think you'll yep. enjoy them. Don't play as Sir Dan. I'll play online later. Have a good day. Let me talk to your mom. Did he join the league? Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of you playing your nephews and being like, man, you got killed by Spike. You suck. Yes. Screaming at Stop using that Ratchet level one bullshit. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I actually, it's, God, I got the Platinum really early on the Vita version, and I'm lagging way behind on PS3. I yeah, me stopped. too. I only but, need uh, a few on a Vita now. Man, it's going to be way harder to exploit the online ones now, because people are used to Ratchet. Like, day one, it was so easy, just, like, getting a triple kill or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. now people are actually used to the game, so. I did, it, it wasn't that bad one. I did mine a few weeks after launch, and I did fine. So oh, I mean, you did it with so. Ratchet also? No, I did it with somebody else. Ratchet's just the easiest way to do it fast. Sure. Like, I mean, I love that game, and I don't want to cheapen that game, but at the same time, like, those just, trophies are... I just want to knock these out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they're, they're very hard to get organically. 40. What's he even doing? He's sniffing the oven. He does that sometimes. He knows there's food in there. Mm-hmm. Or was food in there. <laughs> there's just piles of food in there. <laughs> he opens it up, and just dog food <laughs> comes <laughs> falling out of it. Uh, hey, you, so you watched up at noon. Yeah. Did you watch all Survival Instinct? The Walking Dead Survival yeah. Instinct? All right, good. Emmett Heaney has a tweet for us. After seeing Survival Instinct, do you think they are playing it safe, doing the telltale graphics and not ultra-realistic? Here's the thing, Emmett Heaney. <laughs> I don't think they're doing the telltale graphics. Like, they're trying yeah. to be realistic. If, you're, if you haven't followed this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, over on Up at Noon, yeah, we had the reveal of The Walking Dead Survival Instinct, which, which is the first-person shooter from Activision. slash. It's being made by Terminal Reality, the people who did Ghostbusters, published by Activision. <laughs> Famous for Ghostbusters. You, what do you want me to say? I'm trying to give you a, little, a foot to stand on, all right? Just to tell you what it's all about. Uh, and But then, of course, obviously, Telltale had done the adventure game. So this is like, you know, apples and oranges kind of thing. I have to give the guy credit. That was masterful dodging when you were like, is there a lot of pressure from the Telltale game? And he's like, well, there's always a lot of pressure because of this and immediately avoided the subject. That was, yeah. that was I mean, good. yeah, it's, I mean, he's talking about the, the franchise in general, Of right? course, of course. It's no, but that was just, that was, that was good. That was like being interviewed one-on-one of like avoiding, I, I thought that was very smart. Okay, good. I'm glad you glad you like that. Um, well, it's funny, it's, I'm sidetracking immediately, but I, sure. I, it, it occurred to me when, I, when we were doing all the Telltale stuff for Game of the Year and when Dave Fenoy was on Up at Noon and I was talking to him about it, it was weird to be talking to him and realizing that we were ver- at the very much ground level of like a Star Wars kind of thing. Of like, this is this huge fucking franchise that's going in a million different directions and is going to be around a long time, whether it be video games, TV, movies, whatever. Like, Walking Dead is like this huge thing now. It's like, wow. I remember when, I'll never forget when I got the first trade. Like, my friend walked in, he's like, oh, hey, you should read this. It's, and then, you know, number two just came out. You should, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got into it. I was pretty late on it. I, w- I got into it, whatever, like, issue 
they were already in the 50s, but it was when the, or maybe even 60s, but it was when the compendium, like, first came out. Sure. I bought the compendium day one because everyone was talking about it, and yeah. I started reading through it. And I, like, I flew through the first 48 and then caught up in, like, 50s, 60s, and then read it, you know, as it came out up through the 90s mm. or, or late 80s, whatever, uh, No Way Out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I stopped right at the end of that, and now All I'm, like, 10 behind or whatever. Oh, you got to catch up. 100's clutch. Yeah, I know. I want to. Do you know what happens in 100? No. Okay. No, I mean, read yeah, I'm 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 close. I, I'm like probably in the early '90s or something, okay. late '80s. So, anyways, jumping back to Emmett. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Survival Instinct. Do you think question, they're not they're not going for Telltale graphics? I think it's just early. Hopefully, yeah. Um, and it doesn't look quite like photorealistic yet. That was the if that was the huge knock against it is when people were flipping their shit in the comments below. Just that yeah, the game didn't look that good. And in my preview, that's what I say too. I'm like, you know, like the one like because what they're doing sounds cool, right? Is that it's a first person shooter, but it's not like it's everybody's like thinking it's Activision, it's first person shooter, it's gonna be like Call of Duty, and it's totally these guys. You know, Terminal Reality has a good head on their shoulders from Ghostbusters as far as like sticking to canon, right? And like trying to make something that's realistic to the property. And so they were talking about how you know you don't want to run through shooting if you like he talked about how what they, what they do right now is that you know they want to live by the rules of the show so they want three walkers to be scary and right now what the office record is is that they walk out and they shoot a gun in the air and one guy's been able to take out seven walkers like with a hand to hand like with with his knife or whatever before being killed and that's one of the programmers you know what i mean like right that's cool i get that i like that idea i mean for me i think it's really really cool i mean it's a little sidetrack but i think it's really interesting how um all these zombie games now, and because of the TV show, because of the comics, because of all of these zombie games, we get it now. So people know that if you shoot a gun, it's going to attract zombies. Yeah. And they don't have to say it anymore, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. That like we're we're used to the idea of those senses. You know, we know at this point, like okay, like, and that's why I think what Survival Instinct is doing. I, I missed the actual demo demo, but yeah. I, I saw the up at noon. Um, but I think it's really interesting, at least in what they've described previously, as far as like you know, they smell you, they hear you, they see you, and it's like you have to be aware of that. Daisy is really cool about that too. Like you have to. Think about how you're affecting them. They're they're not just totally brainless, you know. I think yeah. that's that's awesome. And I, I, you know, there's so many zombie games. I think people are getting a little maybe not quite burnt out in them. They obviously sure. still do really well, but I think uh, you have to do something different, that, right? Exactly. And that, and that's what I, that's what you know. I, I talk about how Telltale what worked out really well, right? Is the choice and the consequence. And this is my group, and this isn't my group. And that's what they're bringing here is that there's these different events of all right. Now we're going on a waypoint mission, which they don't say obviously, but we're going on this mission. We can either go to the sheriff's office or we can go to the camp and right. you can't do both so you make this choice and then your story starts branching off and then you're driving and picking up vehicles that only have like three available seats and they said That's what, that was that great quote he said yeah like we have more characters than we do seats in cars exactly. which is a really cool way to put it yeah it's like somebody is going to get left behind and, and it's on you exactly and you're trying to pick out who to work with because it's kind of it sounded like he didn't say this, this is what i was inferring it sounds a bit like peace walker right where you're recruiting sure. in these people they're in your camp and then i'm going to go out on this waypoint mission hey character z here is uh you know rations and here is an axe go over there and get me supplies and you know maybe you come back alive maybe you come back with more supplies maybe you die and that's cool i like that idea so you're in a car and me colin clements are on the side of the road sure you have two seats oh come on now <laughs> i don't need a history i don't need the complete history of k-pop in the back seat <laughs> during a zombie apocalypse all right colin knows yeah. how high bro yeah. Yeah. yeah what are you working on over here we got the internet in front of us yeah. what, do, what do you want to talk about you want to, want a question you, huh? want, you, you want me to find a question for you in here sure Colin, Matt Hadow tweets. He's Green L. Bolt, by the way, on Twitter. What downloadable game are you looking forward to most in 2013? <laughs> um, 
don't know guacamole is i guess the obvious answer but yeah. <laughs> is it the obvious answer yeah i mean i think i think that 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 game's i think the game looks great too don't yeah. get me wrong um well just because we don't really you know we don't learn a lot about downloadable games uh, sure until playstation network very tight pretty imminent uh, until they're imminently going to be released unless they're from a big studio um so yeah i mean right now guacamole but i mean who knows uh, what else is gonna yeah right yeah Bring me my pad upon. I can't wait till the day they announce that and you freak the hell out. I, I've already, I've already, I, I'm publicly stating right now that when pad upon Vita slash PS4 whatever it is, Orbis pad upon, it might be I might have to review it and then retire because video wow. games will never get better. <laughs> <laughs> did um, did you do? When did you guys do 2012 predictions? I don't know. Is, is there, when do 2013 predictions happen? Is what I, I don't know. That's a Mitchell Morgan question. He's okay, in charge okay. of that. He'll know. Fair enough. He'll figure it all out for us. As he always does. Um, yeah, that, I look forward to that day. E3 is going to be very interesting. When Sony doesn't talk about the PS4, but they announced Patapon. Patapon. And our review of the press conference is like, oh man, Sony won 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will lose my mind, probably. Yeah. Hey, uh, while we're at it, Laser Death Cannon tweets, oh Hey, I just got Borderlands 2 from my girlfriend. Can I be hit of the week? Of course you can. It's Laser Death Cannon is his uh, PSN name as well. He spells death D-E-T-H, though. C-A-N-N-O-N. Laser. Like mega death. Death Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Mega Death Cannon. Yeah. Laser Death Cannon, if you want me to jump into your game and ruin it for you by killing everything. Super, yeah, yeah super. <laughs> Let me know. I got to get back to all that. I mean, like, it's one of those things I, we were talking about. Join our guild. Do a raid boss with us. You have a guild? Yeah, we're really nerdy. We is like it you and Ryan Hess? Who is it? What? It's me, Ryan Hess, and Mike Mitchell. Yeah. We do all the raid bosses. I did not know that. I did not and know we've that. And uh, we've got a few Beyond listeners. Uh, Nanomoss jumps in sometimes. I did not know this was happening. I am oh, upset oh, we've I wasn't. We've done every raid boss. I've done, I did the worm with you that one time to well, get my character yeah, granted. Did, well, so Terramorphous, there's Terramorphous and Vermivorius are in the game itself, but then uh-huh. um, each DLC has added uh, one since then. Okay. Um, so has Mike two, Mitchell done two. all the, has he done all the DLC yeah. too? Oh, okay. oh, well, I don't think he's done, I don't know if he's done the story content. He's yeah, done yeah. The, I think what we've been doing so far is I play through the story content and then when I get to the raid boss, I invite both of them. Okay. Well, yeah, I want to do so that far. for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're going to do, um, are you 50 though? No. We're going to need you at 50. All right. If you can level up to 50, come come do a raid with us. Okay. Um, the new one, when Anthony played it, they told him this is like by far the hardest one and it's, it's like the cool thing about the recent raid boss is that it's all about strategy, so it has nothing to do with how strong you are, how high level, whatever. Like you have to be fifty to do it, just because they are strong. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it comes down to figuring out how to kill them and doing it in a very specific way. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. Colin. Mm. Colin, you look great. Your hair has grown into the perfect amount. Thank you. Yeah, you do have a good. You, you you're like you. You've got that soft lighting behind you right now because it's real dim. So you look like like a like a Hitchcock movie when they do like that soft lighting from oh, below. Thank, thank you. Appreciate that. Very nice. Uh, Jamie writes in. He says, "What PS Plus deals would you like to see coming this year to promote future games like Borderlands did?" Um, I don't know. Sly Collection would be cool to get free. Mm, um, yes, yeah. I, uh, I still want to see Uncharted. the Sly Collection come to Vita. And I know whatever there's a million things to do, and we don't need all these ports and stuff. I want but I think all those HD collections to come to Vita. I mean, yeah. I think it would be awesome. Like Infamous One and Two on Vita would be mind blowing. Sure, with new trophies. Yeah, or just a separate list so I can play again. That's all I want. Sure, I don't care. <sighs> I don't know. Um. It would be cool to release the Uncharted games to tease The Last of Us, if anything, just to kind of raise the profile of the studio. I can see them doing that. I can see them doing, I mean, maybe not Uncharted 3, but Uncharted 2. Yeah, but there's not many, like, you know, see, it seems like a lot of the first, part, at least the first parties are obviously working on PS4 games. Well, so. but I mean, like, like the the easy answer is, for me, would be Bioshock, but they're doing that. If you get Bioshock Infinite on PS3, you're already getting the first game for yeah, free. Yeah, which is um, very cool. Very yeah, cool. yeah, that's a really cool exclusive. Uh, someone was telling me, someone tweeted me that's apparently only in North America. I don't know if that's true, but uh, it's a bummer. That's crazy. 
But yeah, I mean, a lot of um, there are a lot of sequels coming out. Like, I mean, there's uh, God of War uh, Ascensions coming out. Yeah. They could do God of War, you know, do like one of those HD collections, or at least do God of War three. Sure, it's sure. been a while since God of War three at this point. Yeah, it's been a, um, a long while actually. There's there's a lot coming. Why am I why am I blanking? There there's so many sequels coming. Um, Metal Gear's coming. Dead Space D- two would be a good freebie. Yeah, DMC. Heavy Rain. Crisis. Yeah, Heavy Rain. Yeah, Heavy Rain would be good. Yeah, yeah. Crisis, hey, heavy, heavy Rain would be really smart. Crisis was free, I think, wasn't it? Or was it just discounted? I think Crisis One, but not Crisis Two. Crisis One is a great game. Yeah. Very much enjoyed getting the platinum in that game. It was hard. I tried to play it and it crashed once. And you're like, "Fuck this! Yeah, never again." Through my computer. What is this window, PC game? Three people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, they're they're so like March is crazy right now. I think also you know inevitably um, GTA Four would be a really smart one or or episodes in Liberty City right before GTA Five comes out. Yeah, I don't think they need to promote that game. Well, of course not. But I mean, I don't think they necessarily needed to promote Borderlands Two either. But I thought it was a cool thing. Yeah, that's true. true. And and plus, like again, like 360 had that time exclusive for GTA, you know, for DLC by like almost a year. I think they had the the DLC way ahead of PS3. And so it's about hooking the Sony audience onto that franchise. You know, like I think um, people playing so much Borderlands on their PS3 and getting used to it made sure. them more inclined to buy Borderlands. Found too. friends that you knew, they were like, better, oh, I'm going to buy this too. Let's exactly, play together. Yeah, Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Dave from Philly tweets, do you know of or do you think there will be an Infamous 3? Colin, we go back and forth on this a lot. Yeah, I think there will be. Um, I don't know if... Um, I'm becoming less and less convinced that Sucker Punch is working on Infamous 3. Um, mm. I don't know why. That's just like a feeling. We don't know anything about it. I still it. like the idea of it being a Vita game. And then I would see, I could see somebody else working on it. Yeah, they're definitely not working on a Vita game. That, well, no, yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, someone else. I mean, you know, they can give it to Ben or someone else to do, but... Um, Ben's working on that next uncharted. I don't know. I don't. I mean, there's. Yeah, I'm, of, game. I'm of two minds just because <laughs> you know they seem to be making Cole a character. They want to make Cole a character. So, like, a, like a Drake or a Sackboy, a Kratos. Like he's a, becoming a pretty prominent Sony character, and that's all relative, of course. But um, <laughs> you know, evil Cole. Yeah, but it is pretty crazy that they put two of him in All Stars. He's in Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Like, I mean, they're they're definitely doing a push. Yeah, there, there's something about him, but I just. I don't know that Sucker Punch would make a third one right now. I, I'm interested to see what else they can do. I mean, we'll see. We'll see exactly. What I mean, that's it's funny because Sony. The reason Sony Studios are so valuable is because they're so creative. And in the same way that like I'm much more excited about The Last of Us than I would have been about Uncharted Four. That's true of all their studios. I would I would so much rather see a lot of like the big you know exclusive PlayStation games. I would rather see those developers working on new IPs right now. Yeah, um, I just, and I mean we'll get more of that next gen. I assume, but uh, yeah, I just can't wait to. I, I was telling Greg that. You know, I think about sometimes how exciting it's going to be, whether it's at E3 or before then, when we go to a conference or something to see like what everyone's working on. And you see that Sucker Punch logo come up before a trailer, and you're like, "What is what is like? What is this? Like, what are they? Yeah. What is it going to be? You know?" And you'll know if it's if it's infamous or not immediately because they'll probably do the electrified Sucker Punch logo that they yeah. did before infamous God, games. That would be so cool. I mean, I I really like like those those reveal trailers of big games are sure. so amazing. Oh God. I love the Bioshock one where they made people think it was like underwater and rapture yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the handyman steps on the Big Daddy statue. I love shit like that. They know what they're doing. Portillo likes that too. Portillo likes that too. We're going to find out about a lot. Like, about, I was just thinking about it. Like, we don't know what Sucker Punch is working on. We don't know about Naughty Dog's second project. We don't know we about don't Gorilla know, proper. Yeah, we don't know about what Gorilla is doing. We don't know about what Sony Bend is doing. We don't know uh, about what Evolution's doing. We don't know about what Polyphony's doing. We don't know about at least one of team or studio japan's games we don't know about what cambridge is doing except for kill zone and they're really big we don't know what a lot of these 
these sizable studios are doing, and it's just. Uh, but we can, you know, you assume it's next gen. It's like you Orbis launch. Yeah, once as soon as they show the hardware, they can show the software. So it's like all they they're all waiting on that Sony announcement. Yeah, I mean, I, I you can go through each one of those studios, and I'd have a pretty good inkling of what they're working on. Like Polyphony's clearly working on Gran Turismo Six. I mean, not, they don't really yeah, hide it. Of course, uh, Evolution's I'm sure working on a MotorStorm game. The you know you assume Gorilla's working on a Killzone game. Uh, you assume Naughty Dog's working on Uncharted Four. You assume Ben. I really think Ben's working on Siphon Filter. Um, Sucker Punch, maybe an infamous game, maybe something new. Media Molecule. Um, someone's got to be working on a little big planet game. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's them. And pro- you know, they're pretty clear that they don't want to do that. Um, and Tearaway's team is small, so they're working on something. I'd like but to know I mean, how Little Big Planet Vita sold. And yeah, how, if that, and, and, I, and I know it didn't sell well, obviously, Vita attached to But I mean, just in general, like. I think that game's so good. It was interesting. I mean, we did the video about it. How many people were pissed that Persona Four didn't win our game of the year, and so we went with Little Big Planet for Vita. But it's like it seems so weird that that game's getting overlooked the way it was. It is. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah. Uh, just to go back to what Colin was just saying, even aside from all those studios, then you also obviously Sony Santa, Sony Santa Monica is working on something we don't know about. I would assume obviously San Diego is working on the show, but what else do they have cooking? You know, like I think. Man, once they finally announce the PS4, there could be like this ridiculous glut of crazy. I mean, that's games. that's what it's got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, you figure like we talk about all the time that it, for for Sony to win or have a chance at winning next year, they have to be out first and they have to show why you need to buy the system at launch. And yeah. to do that, you come out and you're like, "Hey, everybody, Killzone Four, Grand Turismo Six, Uncharted Four, launch day." And it won't be yeah. launch day, but you know, launch window. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. why you buy it and why we're out first and why you get over here and get new friends. I mean. I, I worry about Sony though because it's like can that compete so let's say Sony does that let's say they're coming out in September and those are all launch day titles somehow can that compete with a next gen Microsoft system that has Modern Warfare 4 that has a new Gears game because yeah. we don't know what Epic's doing like Gears 4 not Gears Judgment, Judgment or whatever but actual Gears 4 could be coming with the next gen Xbox probably is you know like not for launch you don't think not for launch day but I mean sure. again launch window like and, and with Modern Warfare 4 that has some kind of bonus for you know obviously DLC for 360 and with all yeah. these things like that's hard to compete with. And so I mean, like, I mean, the whole thing that's hard to compete with is your friends list. That's what right. it is now. People are entrenched in these systems and these online ecospaces, and that's the whole thing now. They're playing that wordament, getting those achievements. They're getting them wordament achievements. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm so interested. In, I mean, we were talking about this today. Next year is going to be fascinating because there are so many things that either company could do to, to just get it right and get it wrong, you know? And it's yeah. like price obviously factors into that, like how close together they launch. Like, I mean... It's going to be a game of chicken. Whoever launches, whoever announces first, it'll be very interesting seeing what the response is from the other company. And even E3, you know, Microsoft is traditionally a day earlier. So it's like, what are they going to have? And then how is Sony going to follow up the next day? Like, yeah. man, all of that's going to be fascinating. I agree. Next year is going to be a very good year yeah. uh, as far as just having plenty to write about, plenty to talk about, plenty to do videos about. So yeah. uh, we're going to have a, almost certainly going to have a console launch next year. Uh, yeah. We will have them in our hands by this time next year for probably a couple months at that point. So, Also, funny story. Remember when we had the Vita this time last year? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that the other day when the train yeah. home. I remember, man, like this is like, now it's all commonplace. Just, you know, whatever. Vita. Yeah, my Vita's over yeah. a year old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And funny story, exactly a year to the day, I think. I was here on Christmas morning when we woke up at Egg, Egg, yeah, Egg McMuffins. You were playing through Golden Abyss <laughs> yeah. and you found Sully. Yeah. And you wrote up a news story and then and you were then like, I, is this spoilery? And then I texted you and got mad at you. Remember yeah. Yeah. Those are the days. That was a year like you ago spoiled it for me. Oh my god, it's spoiled nothing. <laughs> You're fine. That was awesome. Also, the best part of that game is when you get Sully. Yeah, the first half of the That's game kind of is like, like, all right, what's going And mean, then you get him. You're like, yeah. Chase is fine. She's good to be there and have someone for Drake to you know have woody banter with or whatever but once sully's in it and you're running through like climbing shit like that feels yeah. like uncharted yeah yeah and then there's still like 30 more chapters after that it's <laughs> Spe- a long game yeah it is a long game speaking of that playstation vita uh dean kelly tweets at us 
Andrew, is Persona 4 worth getting the Vita for? Are there any other JRPGs on the horizon? They would make the purchase easier to swallow. Uh, as Colin Moriarty knows, Rainbow Moon is on the horizon. Rainbow Moon. Um, but yes, Persona 4 is absolutely worth getting a Vita for, in my opinion. Um, it, that game is amazing. I'm still playing it. I, I passed, what, 33 hours today? You're saying, yeah. There um, are a few, like... I don't know. There are a lot, like a lot of JRPGs coming out in Japan. For Final Vita Fantasy Ten HD is somewhere. Well, Ease <laughs> is coming out, which looks mm-hmm. awesome. And I don't, I don't know if that. I, I assume that that will come out here. Yeah, the Ease um, games come out here. Um, and uh, I mean, they, they come out for PSP though, and those probably would sell better than they would on Vita. But we'll see. Plus, I think there's a Tales game, which is a port coming out in Japan next year uh, and i'm sure a bunch of obscure stuff that dragon book game looks is like an old school jrpg like a sprite based jrpg that actually looks really neat um that i think the first one's on ios um and i don't know if they'll both come out but it, you know there, there are games like i don't know i don't know I, I like i say over and over again i don't know if we know everything about the media yet. so i hope we don't i don't think we do i think i, I think sony knows something i, I mean there's there's still no final fantasy game in the vita that's crazy to me too there will be. I think Final Fantasy X will come out. I want you. We talk about this. I wonder how much it plays into Orbis and PS4, and that's why maybe that no one's worried about it, but they can't talk about it. At the I same think time. that has to be. That has I to mean, be the answer. If that's not the answer, then the Vita really is dead. I really <laughs> hope that there's a bunch of cross-buy things. Exactly like the reason they can't announce these Vita games because they haven't announced the PS3, PS4 counterpart yet, and yeah, you're yeah. going to suddenly get like a ton of cross-buy games. It would be awesome. Yeah. I still. I mean, we have to. We have to look at it in the, in the lens that the the Vita is no, not going to be anywhere near as powerful as PS4, so it can't. It's not going to be able to be have true cross by cross play functionality. It won't. But like what it, but what it possibly can do is run something like they do on the Wii U. Yes, exactly. Get remote play to work and not yeah. be laggy and not be shitty. And That's really work, yeah. yeah. And work with like every game supports it from day one. It is a standard, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like even if it's just like a map or something, there's something that it can interact with the Vita. Well, with I don't want that shit. I want to be able to play it. Like I want the second course, screen thing course. that Wii U can do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, make the second screen like on the Wii U. There's, I mean. I, as far as I know, there's no Wii U game where there's zero second screen functionality. I'm saying make it so developers have to be thinking about the Vita from day one. Gotcha. I think uh, I think I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they came packaged together, or at least yeah. in some sort of bundle. Try to get them out there, sell units that way, and get Vitas out in the wild at a discount because you buy them for maybe a hundred dollars net when you buy the PS4 or whatever. But I mean, who knows? Who yeah. knows? I think in general, like one of the things Microsoft is smart about that Sony can get better about is any with anything have a standard in place. You know, the same way that like every game has to have achievements, that every sure. game has to have like a set number of achievements and all that. Those w- that was like, definitely one of the missed opportunities of Sony this time around. It's, you look at voice chat and infrastructure yeah. and friends lists and everything that they were like, we'll leave it up to you know. Sony's good about being hands off with developers, letting them do th- cool things with the system, but that bit them in the ass big time this time around with for as sure. far as how all this is going to work and what a fucking mess it is to get an online game together and get a clan or do any of that kind of crap yeah i really hope um you know we all said like oh well you know nintendo they'll definitely get online right next gen and nope they still haven't and like sony psn is great and there are a lot of fantastic things about psn but like they need to take that extra step you know and yeah. hopefully they are just putting that into ps4 development now mm-hmm. let's go back to the twitter questions here uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll continue with our, our vita roundup here uh jake tweets I got a Wi-Fi Vita for Eximus. What size memory card do you recommend I purchase? I am a Plus member, but don't travel much. I mean, my go-to answer is always 32, but now that there's automatic syncing and now that you can sync to the cloud and all that stuff, you don't really need it anymore. I mean, I guess get an 8 just so you can download a couple games. Sure. But, um, I love my yeah. 32. Like I like, put, I like set it and forget it. Rompel Peel style. That's exactly. I wish I had a bigger one than 32. <laughs> yeah, like, I me mean, too. I would me, buy a bigger like, one. Yeah. I don't want to have to delete anything ever. Exactly. So. Yeah, it sucks when it gets to that point. Yeah. I struggled along with a 4 that I imported from Japan that's for crazy, yeah. almost yeah. a year. And then I bought a 16 gig, and I think that's, that's plenty of space. Yeah. 
I, I, with, I with PlayStation Plus saving, it's like whatever. I can just delete these now and <laughs> later. It doesn't whatever. matter. Whatever. Well, it doesn't matter. I know what you mean. Amazon had 32. The cheapest I've seen it was like 79.99, I think, and that's still like a lot. For, oh sure, yeah. For a memory card, so it's only if you really like have the money, and if that's like for me personally, I hate swapping out cartridges. Like I, it, it's just not fun for me on a portable, and so that's why I, uh, you know, really wanted to make sure I had you know every game able to be downloaded. Yeah. What's going on? Why are they annoying you in the middle of the podcast <laughs> with your back to them? Because <laughs> I want to cook a sandwich here. Oh, you're going to cook oh. a sandwich? Well, why don't you just have you're some... You're going to cook a sandwich? Well, yeah, you know, make a sandwich. Okay. We have the equivalent of three pies here. Why? Yeah, I don't know what pie I want. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, we do. I, I think you have equivalent Because of. they're so big. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. What, I'm saying. What, are you, what are you going with? Do you want pecan or are you going with pumpkin? Well, I'm going to have one. You know? <laughs> what the fuck, Portillo? It's pots and pans, dog. Oh, it might be... Is, isn't Mike Mitchell coming back? Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah, well... Um, I'll probably I like pecan better, so maybe I'll start with pumpkin and okay. then work my way up. See, I like pecan. pumpkin better, but I don't. I, it's one of the things. So many people like pecan. I feel like I should like it more. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay. What, uh, what if we are crossed arms and we're just like, feeding each like other? Like the Blues Brothers? Yeah, that'd be hot. Uh, Michael Bergemeyer says, <laughs> "Best Christmas movie." Die Hard. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's a pick. I still haven't seen Die Hard all the way through. We tried to watch it last year, but I passed out. We can do it again. We, we're going to try Kiss Kiss Bang Bang too. I mean, Apparently, even though you can't find it anywhere, you're yeah, well, you're, you're no, waiting for this Christmas miracle. We have to check uh, Comcast On Demand. We have to check Voodoo. <laughs> I mean, my, my favorite Christmas movies tend to be movies that take place around Christmas rather than like Miracle on 34th Street or whatever. You know, like I'm, I'm more about the, the subtle Christmas movies. So like to me, Die Hard is just a perfect movie in general that takes place during Christmas. I understand. See, I, see my thing is I don't like... I don't, I don't, like, I don't, there's not a Christmas movie I really am drawn to, I don't think, yeah. but I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm that's not, great. Yeah, I mean, for me, Christmas is more about hanging out with people and stuff, like, sure. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not religious at all, so for me, it's, like, any of, like, the actual religious stuff. Oh, right, 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 I mean, obviously, like, It's a Wonderful Life and all those Ghostbusters are great. Too. Ghostbusters 2, yeah. yeah. That's the first thing people think of when they think of Christmas. <laughs> I'm looking through Twitter here, seeing what we got, random, random things over here. Look how careful Colin is with those dishes. Don't worry, you're doing good work over there, doing God's work. How much oil is up there? Wait, open that top right cabinet again. Oh, there's a lot. Oh my God, those are all. Uh, yeah, I got it. Why ju- did you open? Why didn't you just use one at a time? What do you mean? You have three in there that are like a third left. No, they're all empty. Oh, yeah, you the, just kept the empty thing. Exactly. Okay, well, because you can reuse oil. So now yeah, I take yeah, yeah. now once the oil cools down, I pour it back in. I get it. I get, I get it. to make wings whenever I want. Mm. Or I'm gonna make fried pickles too. Tomorrow? No. Eventually. We're all going to sleep in your heart-shaped bed tonight. We're all going to sleep in my heart-shaped bed tonight, <laughs> Colin says, as he does dishes over there. It's like, this is just, now you're just live hanging out. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a podcast it's anymore. exactly what we said we wouldn't do this year. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I understand. I hate dishes. You know that. I'm down with you. You're going to have to eat some pie-covered dishes. Yeah, we are going to have to eat some pie here in a second. Oh, hey, Colin. That's a big selling point for you. you like, Colin spontaneously does dishes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. All right, I'm going to read a question to you from Mike Wiley. Ask Colin if he feels remote play would be a big selling point for the Vita. No. XCOM, NHL 13, Blops 2. No. Colin says no, Mike. Sorry. NHL's never in. Well, he, that's why you get around it with the remote play. Yeah, it's not bad. Meh. Womp womp. Womp womp womp. Good work. Thank you. I'm back now. All right, good. That was Colin. bothering me. Colin's returned. Sure. It does, it, it weighs on you. What if I just went over and licked every single dish? Uh, we talked about on the we talked about three hundred earlier <laughs> episode three hundred. Oh, they talk about the movie. I'm like, I don't want to talk about the. We'll, we'll have a party eventually for it. Uh, How did you feel about King Leonidas? Justin writes in. I told my family I wanted to go to episode three hundred for during Christmas dinner. They thought it was because I'm fucking this question up. <laughs> no, it's good. Keep going. 
Justin tweets, I told my family I wanted to go to episode 300 during Christmas dinner. They thought because it was in SF, I was gay. <laughs> uh, then a little, I don't know what this emoticon means, but it's the colon for the eyes, then a capital S, then a what the fuck. I yeah, I never understood what that was. I guess it's like a, mm, like he's like, it's like mm. a, like a peanuts face, like an unsure of yourself face. Mm. Right. Now uh, he's doubting his sexuality is what he's saying. Well, it's just funny that's what they jump to. Like they, you, I like this podcast. Oh, so you're going to San Francisco. A lot you're of preconceived notions about San Francisco. <laughs> that happens quite a bit. Here's Speaking of uh, relatives, Morgan R. Park tweets, Beyond, guys. Beyond. Beyond. If you had to have your non-gaming relatives play one game, would it be Unfinished Swan or Journey? Journey. Journey, I think, too. Uh, I think un- Unfinished Swan is smart mechanically, but it's also like you kind of need to have games before to understand a lot sure. of that There's stuff. spatial awareness you got to be figuring yeah, out. There's yeah. a lot, like my, my dad really couldn't figure out the vines and stuff. There's no way. Yeah, I, I, my, my dad couldn't play Journey either. Yeah. Like, what the? I'm chirping? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what's this guy chirping for? Which, which one this, am I controlling? Which one of the, what's the sandwich guy chirping for? <laughs> oh, those are all the ones I favorited for questions. We could end the show or I can dig through my ads. How long have we been going for? Because you can say. Yeah, 53 minutes, 55 minutes. It's long oh, enough, I think. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. You've had a good Christmas episode? Yeah. It was now awesome you want to dig into these pies? Yeah. I like how big the pumpkin pie is that the outer crust is just crumbling under the weight of this. There's nothing <laughs> there's there so to much, support it. There's so much pumpkin filling. It's being it. pulled in from the center <laughs> like a very dense planet. That pecan uh, pie looks really good. It does. All right. Well, we're going to get into this. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Boys, thank you so much for setting aside. Thank you for having me. No, this has been a pleasure. You can go oh, back to your room now. Here. You can go back to your room you. now. Yeah, okay, well, it's the first time Colin's come out the whole time I've been here. We have like a little train. We put plates on that run the food down to him, and then it comes back out empty. It's like it's like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I like to think about it, uh, creepy puppets on the train. Mm. Meow 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 meow. Ladies was and gentlemen, that the song? that was the song. Right? No, that wasn't that a song. Was the, the, cat, the cat. Yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. Thank you so much for joining us for episode two hundred and seventy-two of Podcast Beyond. Remember, Podcast Beyond is IGN's PlayStation podcast. We post every Tuesday. You should like it and come subscribe to it and rate us on iTunes and do all that stuff. But then keep coming to IGN.com so we can keep the mics on that are usually at the office, <laughs> which are usually this is I guess the, the one time it doesn't really matter. But you know what I mean. Uh, read our articles there, watch our videos there, comment, like, subscribe, be part of the conversation. Um, follow us on Twitter. IGN's IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Andrew Garfep is Garfep. <laughs> Andrew Garfep. Goldfarb is Garfep. Mm-hmm. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. Even though he wasn't here today, Poem Cider is Ryan Clements, also known as Powerhouse. Shuhei Ishida, USP. At USP. American uh, Greed. American Greed TV. American Greed TV, yes. <laughs> All 3,000 followers. We were watching some American Greed today, which spawned into an argument as to who the American Greed VO guy was. <laughs> it's clearly Rip Torn. It is yeah. not Rip Torn. They said in the beginning, it was like Stacy Nobody. It was just a middle, somebody Stacey nobody. Stacy Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I added the nobody, but I'm pretty sure the first name was Stacy. <sighs> Rip Torn is a big Podcast Beyond fan, so Rip, if you could write in, let us know. You'll be, be surprised, I bet. Not really. He probably won't write it. Did you get arrested for robbing a bank? Rip Torn? Oh, the guy from Men in Black? Can no, you, I don't. Can, we, can you Google this? Sure. I'm, I'm I'll Google sure it right. before we sign off. This, we actually have the internet now. Rip. You want me to rip Rip Torn? Arrested. Or Rip Torn Bank. I'm going to go arrested. Sure. Oh, fuck, you're right. God, I hate it when you're yeah, right. Yeah. January 31st, 2010. Actor Rip Torn arrested, <laughs> drunk, armed in Connecticut Bank. Yeah. Emmy Award winning actor Rip Torn, who is a recurring role on NBC hit 30 Rock, has been arrested after police found him intoxicated and, and armed inside a Connecticut bank over the weekend. That's how we do it in Connecticut. Apparently. 
Colin Moriarty's playing us out with this song. Yeah, That's is. a good point. We usually Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we usually turn it over to you. We say, send us your questions at beyond.ign.com. You can also send MP3s of your songs. We play them at the end. However, we're using foreign software here. I'm not even sure how I'm going to get the Beyond intro into it, let alone download songs. Are we doing Christmas music? And we're going to do whatever Colin plays. Go for it. You're going to sing this. Oh, good. Oh, my God. Am I even going to know this song? You knew it before. Oh, wait, wait. Which sublime song is this? It's the riot one. Oh my god. Like April 26, 1992? I remember none of the lyrics to this song. April 26, 1992. Something, something, something. Cops getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond! Beyond! Beyond.